0: Listeners, episode thirty-seven, part two. So we're back, mm-hmm. and it's about E three.
1: I'm Ross, and um, still Tom, still Tom. Yeah, yeah. haven't fully transitioned to anybody else as yet. So I'm just going to stick with Tom.
0: We well, did change into triple chocolate McMuffin the third before, but mm-hmm.
1: I did quite a good version of her voice. Mm. She will be well happy
0: with she that. Will, Do you
1: have a nice break?
0: I did, yeah, and I'm looking forward to what you've made back behind you there.
1: Well, what I've made there is again, I apologise, sacrilege, but a cafetière of uh, retro, sorry, of relish cafes home blend mm-hmm. uh, coffee, which is a blend of Brazilian, Colombian, Guatemalan, and Vietnamese coffee beans. It smells really nice. It does smell lush. Mm. I had a flat white yesterday with it, and it was. And I'm not just saying this, it was one of the best coffees I've had in a long time. I'm scared gorgeous. of
0: that, though. Like, now, Kelly anything hasn't... that's
1: amazing, mm.
0: I then hate because <laughs> it's, like, it's raised the bar in my life. Yeah.
1: Kelly hasn't been drinking coffee for very long, but she really, really liked it. She had it with almond milk, though.
2: I mean...
0: Is she um, lactose intolerant?
1: She, yeah, she claims to be mm-hmm. Yeah. why do you have you're so disparaging <laughs> she claims to be Yeah, but then like I said to yeah, you she went went to go and get an ice cream after she said I don't want any cheese on my flat bread pizza oh, hi. so they didn't put any cheese on it and then she was like I'm going to go and get an ice cream I was like I'd say but she was, gonna, she was actually to be fair she was looking at the sorbets she didn't have an ice cream in the oh
0: well that's so, few because I mean then it would have
1: been a 20-minute rant from you, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. I think that's why she didn't, because she could see me eyes. Wow. I started glazing over like they do. I'm going to uh, try and pour this coffee into a cup. Can I have your cup, please? Yes, of course. Now, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned. It's a mug.
0: I know I noticed yeah. this straight away. We could just pause the podcast. No, pause no,
1: it. not at all. I'm just concerned that it's going to spill. All right. Well, we'll, we'll know. Just because I, I'm familiar with this cafeteria.
0: Well, I moved the... The laptop that's sitting on your lap. Well no, because then
1: it'll just go all over me,
0: Dick. Ah well that's more important than it going on the laptop. Tell you what,
1: I'm just I'm gonna um put something in place. One sec. Okay. Okay, so through the magic of editing I now have a towel on my lap.
0: That was magic.
1: Magic. Oh, let's go. Ah it's oh. pouring everywhere. Ah. Oh, oh. It Feels good. It actually pours really well. Oh that's good. The coffee. Pour the coffee pours really well. Right, that's one. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh it smells good. I mean the The naysayers that say the Gonox Lair podcast is boring. I mean we're pouring coffee right now. The fuck us. <laughs> the fuckers. Right.
1: Imagine if I just dropped oh, it. There you go, mate. Am
0: I safe to put it there?
1: Yeah, yeah. I trust you. And I'm talking you about trust balancing
0: on the end of me knob. <laughs> oh, Ah, it's hot. I'm going to wait for it to cool down. Yeah. And I hope I like it, because mm-hmm. imagine
1: if I hated it. I know. What would you do? Oh, absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah, i do nothing. So... <laughs> Obviously, as you've said, it's as we've discussed, It's. I'm going to take this towel off me now, actually. Why? Because <laughs> uh, it's a bit damp. So before we get started with the E3 stuff, yeah. uh, we've actually received a couple of moral scenarios, stroke quandaries, stroke mazes, moral maze, uh, from aye. Wayne, the oh, okay. previous guest, mm-hmm. that he would like us to take a listen to and give an answer on them. Right. So I'm going to play the moral mazes for you. There's two, like I say, aye. and then we'll give an answer after each one. So, here is More Amaze number one.
3: Dear, Tom, dear In the recent tradition of using Radio 4 stuff on Gonarchs where recently we had a Star Wars quiz where I snuck one through like the unbelievable truth snuck one through uh, and then uh, the other, another episode I did something else, just a minute when I was visiting last so this time I thought of doing like a kind of moral maze and I wonder I'll give you two moral scenarios and I wonder what you would do in them. Moral scenario number one. Hi, I'm Moral Scenario number one. Uh, basically, this is imagine you're about 12 years old and some dude lends you a game, not ET, like a game he'd actually won. So then he moves away, you've still got his game. And that's when you're 12 years old. A few years down the line, you're an adult now. You've got children of your own, which is beside the point. But basically, you decide to flog your console. And going through the box, his game is still in there with the others. But you now know him on Facebook. Do you just stick at an bear and sod him? Or do you get in touch and say... Would you like your Pac-Man back? Moral maze, 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 maze. What will I do, 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 do? Oh, bloody hell, hell, hell. So for you, Tom and Ross, back in the studio. So that's the first
1: quandary, Ross. What would what would you do about that? I would try and get in touch with him and give okay. him
0: a game out. How would you get in touch with him? I, because I'm not on Facebook, am I? No. Mm. Maybe he's getting my girlfriend.
1: Okay. you shoot a flare into the sky? Or, will you
0: or have would you a- Or would I? Or oh, I would like, try and see if I could telepathically... Ah, create
1: some sort of link. Yeah, and
0: then he'd write on the wall. Mm-hmm. Red rum,
1: or whatever. Yeah. That's a shinnin'. Shinnin'. <laughs> shinnin'. He's got the Shannon. I like to think, personally, I like to think that I would return the game and have a chat. However... I'd probably burn the game on a pyre, much like they do in some movies. Uh-huh. I'd block them on Facebook. Uh-huh. And I'd probably spread malicious rumours to discredit him and his family.
0: Imagine it taking this up a level mm-hmm. if the game was worth like shitloads. Mm-hmm. If it was like one of those like rare like I think earthbound for the um mm-hmm. for the snares boxed mm-hmm. before the um mini snares came out. Yeah. Because it's on there. Alright. It was a particularly rare game. I think it's worth quite a lot. Mm-hmm. imagine if it was worth quite a lot of money would you still and the kid had totally forgotten about it oh I'd
1: sell it absolutely I wouldn't wouldn't, have yeah I've got no loyalty haven't you lent one
0: of my amazing expensive games so
1: moral query quandary number two right. (laughs) (laughs) yeah is what he's asked us for the second one
3: I'm moral scenario number two and I've come by to ask you, right, you're on your way to buy a computer game, you're on a motorbike, it's far too powerful for your riding experience but you think you'll do it anyway and you've drank three cans of Skull so you're racing along and uh, you're basically on your way to CEX because you're going to buy Battlefield 19 and you smack right into this old woman and you take off her heed and it rolls off into some bushes and you realise in that moment it's dusk. I mean, the shops are just about to shut. It's dusk. If you dispose of the body, will anyone really know? And it was an accident. She must be in her 80s at the end of her life, but you've still got, well, one or two, you know, things you want to do. You could get away with this. If you take a head, no one will ever be able to identify you. Actually, that's not true, but no one will ever be able to identify you. And you could dissolve it in acid. So that's the... Or do you just grab a head, put it in your bag, and then continue to the shop and buy the game? And basically, you'll see if you can flush it down the toilet or leave it in the composting. It's over to you, 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 to, uh, Tom and Ross, 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 Ross.
1: So that's the second moral maze. What on earth would you do there in that situation?
0: Well, for some reason, I'm totally bogged down with the fact that three cans of skull, I think skull's like 2.5%, so I, I probably don't think you're over the limit at this point. <laughs> Since I can't ride a motorbike, there's another problem. Mm.
1: Um, you know, you can believe, if you believe in yourself, you can do anything, Ross.
0: Is that true? Well, mm-hmm. if that's the case, I could just try and. Eat the head? No, make her not exist. Her corpse just disappear. Ah, I okay. could just, like, make it, you know.
1: A supernatural. I mean, I wasn't saying that supernatural things could happen, but. No.
0: Mm, um, it is a I, toughie. I could take it down to. Uh, so, if I'm going to town, mm-hmm. I could be perhaps near a pet's corner. Okay. And I could feed it to the ferocious rabbits that live there. Right. Okay. They could eat the body, And mm-hmm. I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah. I would have thought That's rabbits eat. That's
0: scientifically correct, isn't pretty it?
1: Pretty sure rabbits eat humans, isn't it? Is that what you feed them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Personally, I, I mean, I, I would uh, keep the head in a jar, like Ezra. Aye. Uh, take it out each year and use it as a part of a realistic headless horseman outfit at Halloween. Until it became too malleable, then I would perhaps donate it to science. You fought that a like... Yeah. But no, I was just... What do you mean? I've just... It's came off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I've never heard these moral mazes before. I mean... I moral quandaries. Now, I don't know about you, but these, these moral quandaries sound very, very specific. I'm a bit <laughs> yeah. worried about where I don't know if he's in some kind of trouble. And I hope that he's not relying on our answers mm-hmm. to get him out of some trouble, because we've kind of been a little bit flippant about it. Yeah. Wayne... I would I would probably put like on a serious note, perhaps turn yourself in. That's yeah. probably the best course of action.
4: Well,
0: the game thing isn't high stakes, is it? Well
1: no, it depends. Well, if it's
0: like the only <laughs> Depends on um, like version of um E T two or something. Mm. Or Hover Two. Q E T two. Hover Two. I've just had a bit of coffee there, Ross. Mm. Do you to, before
1: we move on? I don't you know, know if
0: it's still too hot for my delicate mouth. mm mm-hmm. does We're just tall product placement.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Very, very nice. Very, very nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, beautiful coffee. Thanks, mate.
0: If you want to sponsor we'll-
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> we promise we'll stop swearing.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll fuck. We'll just talk about top uh, coffee in games.
1: Ah, that would be a good episode. Is is short.
0: It, <laughs> is it Fallout where you can drink coffee? There's a um, game where you drink coffee. Oh, stimulant. D- DSX, I think, in... Okay. in, in it goes, like, the screen goes a bit funny. Mm. I, mean, I think you're, like, hyper.
1: Right. Is that, that's basically the episode, then, isn't it? The coffee special. We've just uh, done it. Well done. Is there not anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> anyway, on with the show. Okay, Ross, so we're on to the meat of the episode. Ah, It's the A3 rundown. It was last month? Last month?
0: I think it was, yeah.
1: June, yeah, June. Mm-hmm. Loads of games have been announced or teased, um, so I thought it'd be a good idea for which just to go through them. Yeah,
0: because can... for me it seems like quite a really
1: good lineup yes. of games. I agree. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot going on. We're not going to talk about who's won E3 or any of that shit. I'm not yeah. really interested in that stuff. Although uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox did uh, particularly, <sighs> not joking. Uh, but yeah, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that because that's just pointless in my opinion. Um, but what I'm, I've, oh, the producers made a list of all of the games that were mentioned. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure all of them. There's a couple of like DLC. Like I th- I think. Destiny. Yeah, there might
0: be some omissions, right. but it's it's quite a huge list. Yeah. and things change quite a lot as right. well.
1: It was like a Destiny two one that came out. That I just thought, oh, can I can't be fucking talk about it? talking about that. Be fucking all right. <laughs> so I've got the name of the game, the developer, the platform it's out on, the date, mm-hmm. if there is a date, and just a brief bit about it. Yeah. So, if you're ready, Ross, we can just fucking blast this, yeah? Go for it, yeah. Let's blast this, okay? You might want to get a nice cup of coffee, I recommend. Uh, Coincidentally, uh, I do, <laughs> So, first of all, EA. I think they pretty much won. Uh, the E3. <laughs> Which is what you didn't want to say. <laughs> Joke. I get aggressive when I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> so, does it make you need a shit?
0: No, no, no. Because it, it does for some people it stops us from being hungry, which is ah. I think now, mm-hmm. which is about two o'clock, half two. Yeah, perfect time to drink my second cup of coffee. Ah. I only drink two cups of coffee a day, one okay. in the morning, and yes. the second one holds that hunger in uh-huh. for din din's, which is around six o'clock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have shreddies. Ah, oh. yeah, and that's also why I smoke crack. So, A A Battlefield Five Dice, obviously. Yeah coming out Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Mm -hmm. 19th of October, unless you get the Deluxe Edition, which releases on the 11th of October. If you pre-order that game, you're a bit of a mug. But I think if you pre-order any (laughs) games, you're a bit of a mug these days. So enjoy. I watched the trailer that came out recently, which was very controversial, caused a lot of problems with Uh the fans, a lot of people going, what the fuck is this game? Hello, old friend. That was what they kept saying as they were going through it.
0: Yeah, um, it was also, wasn't something they were priding themselves for in Battlefield 1 was realism. Aye. Now, initially from the trailer, just the trailer of Battlefield, you're like, well, realism's kind of went out the window. No, I'm not my, gonna first,
1: get... my first comment is realism has been left behind.
0: I'm not going to go down the whole, like, a woman shouldn't be in. Because right? uh, I can't be arsed with that, right? No. But I'll tell you one thing, robotic arms and stuff should
1: <laughs> be in it. Well it's like a yeah, it's it's sort of a they did have uh what what they're called? Prosthetics. Pro- prosthetics, yeah, they did ha- did have them and it looks like a genuine prosthetic from that era. Mm-hmm. But how she's fucking sniping people with exactly. of those things, I don't know. Yeah. However, they're just showing off the cosmetic stuff, which, again, is something that people, when they were playing Battlefield 1, complained about. It's not enough customization. Yeah. Which... So, basically, everyone's complained in Battlefield 1, we want this, we want that, we want this, and they went, all right, well, he has all this stuff, mm-hmm. and they've gone, oh, no, no, we want, we want that, actually. It's like, well, you don't have to buy the game, you know. You don't have to buy the game. What, what's
0: funny about the trailer was it, it looked like a game that I was so disappointed for, but mm-hmm. then I watched some kid mm-hmm. talking about like the different modes yes. on the, online and some of the stuff they've added in, mm-hmm. which goes... We've bemoaned how Battlefield, even though it's a team-orientated game, sometimes it, it makes some decisions where it's not actually beneficial to work as a team. Yeah. But this whole game... What they're saying, all the new ideas... Seem to be about holding less an- ammo. Aye. About every class can resurrect someone. most mm-hmm. of the resurrecting like takes a while. Yeah, dropping down medipacks now takes a while. You can't just magically them walk up. over them. Yeah, yeah you
1: got to actually like look at them and pick them up. So it's all you. It's they good focusing on being more reliant on your team, mm-hmm. your squad, and playing your objective, defending your object- objective with the fortifications, which sounds cool. The destruction sounds like next level stuff. Like the way that. If you blow up a bomb inside of a building, the walls will blow out, and the destruction continues, so it's more physics-based, and it it looks really cool.
0: I I think we'll get this out of the way straight away, then. Um, One devil's advocate thing is, you're going to hear a lot of promises, Mm -hmm. what's going to be fulfilled, and I'm talking about every single game Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about now, right? Yeah. Because a lot of the games all you've got is a cinematic trailer to go on in Mm -hmm. a a promise almost. Mm -hmm. Like there's some games I've wrote down on my list that are ones I'm really looking forward to but really I don't have a lot of there's not not many facts to go on. Mm -hmm. And then watching a video of some kid playing it which Mm -hmm. I did with Battlefield but I'm not going to do that with all the other games because it's it gets your hopes up too much, and then when you buy the game, you're only ever going to be disappointed. Yep. Mm-hmm. I tried that with God of War, trying to not say anything about it, but I did hear everyone going, Ah, oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah,
1: best game ever and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is this the best game ever made? Someone. So yeah. that was one of the titles. But I'm cautiously optimistic about it. It does have a kind of Battle Royale bit where it, there's uh, grand operations. If there's a draw, it like, switches between different game modes, and if it's a draw by the last round it turns into a sort of battle royale where everyone's got one life, which yeah. sounds interesting. A nice take on it. You can parachute into places as well. So, yeah.
0: I guess it's not really battle royale, though, because it's no. it's still an army versus an army. Yes, it's just yeah. instant death. Exactly. I've heard about yeah. them. You're dropping your troops and it's all dependent on the next level, blah, mm. blah, blah. Can I just... It's slightly off, to, off topic, but it's about the battle royale thing. We're talking about they're trying to shoehorn that into every game. What about this? FIFA, right? Mm-hmm. Battle Royale, as in singles in FIFA. One goalkeeper. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, you'll have singles, or you could even have doubles as well, oh, like an okay. online game where you're just playing like that. Cupas.
1: That's what we used to call it, wasn't it? Cupas.
0: Was that what you had? Like, World class singles. We
1: called it. Yeah, it was Cupas where um, you're. All, you were all like six people, and it was a goalie, and you were all like out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cupas. That's what we called it. Oh, that's a really good idea. Because that's
0: sort of battle royal like a in to football
1: knockout sort of thing ah that's a cool idea but they're too focused on ultimate team and that shit aren't they we'll, ah, get, yeah. we'll get to that but that way. would
0: be a lovely that wouldn't take much to programme
1: no would you like some more coffee
0: Um. yeah I would okay. actually i will probably go insane your I can tell that's got a lot of caffeine in it
1: mmm home blend baby that's the sound of coffee being poured mm-hmm. and if you don't like it listen to a different podcast yep anthem Bioware, PS, uh, PlayStation, Xbox PC, 22nd of February 2019. Aye. Still not much information about this game, but it looks like a Destiny sort of game, which With, uh, is just no interest to me.
0: It looks a bit like Iron Man as well. Yeah. Well, like it, the suit you wear From a Dark
1: Void. Ah, Reminds yeah. me of that.
0: Remember that. I remember you like, saying, "I oh, should get Dark Void. <laughs> and I got it, and <laughs> it was balls. <laughs>
1: See, it was bad that night. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Command & Conquer Rivals, EA Redwood Studios, mm-hmm. Android IOS. Uh, no release date yet. Good news is that there is a new Command & Conquer game coming. Bad news is that it's a free-to-play on mobile, basically going to be Clash of Clans, as far as I can see. Uh,
0: you see, I didn't know about this, but then uh, you've just that there's just went... Yeah. Me interest got peaked, and then it got destroyed.
1: Yep. Jedi Fallen Order, Respawn Entertainment, unknown uh, platforms, and it's apparently coming in 2019. Mm-hmm. So, the little blurb says, From Respawn Entertainment comes a brand new action-adventure game which tells an original Star Wars TM story around a surviving Padawan set shortly after the events of Star Wars TM. Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith TM. This could be... (laughs) 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 This could be amazing, I think. Respawn made Titanfall. uh, So I'm expecting something that utilises their skill for fluid action in combat. Can you imagine that, Ross? What do you think that's going to be like? Soundbite. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) my soundbite is I don't know Star Wars games now because you know Battlefield wasn't well Battlefront Battlefront wasn't that
1: whatever you want to call it these days Unravel 2 Coldwood Interactive yep Xbox PC PlayStation 9th of June already out Uh, love the first one this one adds local co-op
0: that's a game I was going to buy on your recommendation the first one Mm -hmm. and I've seen um clips of the second one mm-hmm. yeah it looks the co-op the way you that together kind of reminded us I don't know why but Ms. Explosion Man when okay. you played that in two player uh-huh. I hope it's less infuriating
1: mm. Sea of Solitude this is from Joe May Games PlayStation Xbox PC 2019 it's an artistic platformer set in a flooded city looks like The Last Guardian meets Journey Aye. what's you, that like, called again? Uh, sea of Solitude right and you go around in a little boat in this city. Mm -hmm. Then we've got some EA Sports games. You've got Madden 19 from EA Tyburon, which comes out on the PlayStation, Xbox, PC, 10th of August 2019. No, 2019? I think that was probably 2018, to be honest. Uh, FIFA 19, Mm -hmm. which is by EA Vancouver, PC, Switch, Xbox, both gen. Xbox 360 and Xbox One. And PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. That's coming out 20th of September 2018. And then there's NBA Live from EA, Tiburon again, which is out on the PlayStation Xbox. 7th of September 2018. Mm-hmm. I've got no interest in any of those games. No. Nah. No, nah, I haven't. I don't like the monetized Ultimate Team crap. Okay? Mm-hmm. Good. Just had to get it off my chest. Microsoft Studios. Crackdown 3. Regent Games. Sumo Digital in Cloud Jine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you pronounce that or not. That's coming out on Xbox and PC, February 2019. Delayed, delayed, delayed. Uh, it's advertised by Terry Crews, which is pretty cool. It should have been groundbreaking if it had come out two years ago when it was first announced, but starting to think it won't deliver what they promised because there's a scale of destruction uh, which utilizes like cloud-based technology. Uh-huh. So it utilizes all of the different consoles and, and makes the uh, destruction incredible. Mm-hmm. Is it going to come out, though? Well, I, I mean, it will come out, but is it, yeah. it going to come out, though?
0: <laughs> I think the coffee sandwich oh. were here.
1: That's Relish Cafe in. (laughs) This episode's brought to you by Relish Cafe in Whitley Bay. Check it out! Halo Infinite 343 Industries Xbox PC. Unknown release date. There's very little known at this stage. Yeah. Looks like it will be on an epic scale. Because it says leading it into new and unexpected directions. But
0: that's something that a lot of um, trailers say now. And blurb. Should
1: be be a fucking battle royale again. Surely not.
0: Well, you know, I loved Halo. Mm-hmm. And I never got to play Halo 5, but mm-hmm. what i seen of Halo 5, I didn't like the look of. Oh, well,
1: fuck You're missing out, mate. Forza Horizon 4, Playground Games, Xbox PC, 2nd of October 2018. Set in the UK, which is All right. pretty cool. Yeah, it that looks, is It cool, looks yeah. really nice. It looks like beautiful, some of the graphics, mm-hmm. but as I feel with, or find with those games, it's a beautiful big world, but it's just basically a bit empty and dead, like, like Fuel, I always think of that game, where you're driving around this massive... Sandbox, but it's just not really there. Yeah, it may look nice, but it just feels a bit boring. Like, I feel like you could probably experience the whole game in an hour and then Mm -hmm. experience all of the different elements of the gameplay, which is basically just driving around. But if you like that, then that's great. Did you know Xbox have acquired playground games? No, I don't.
0: I don't know who. What do playground games make?
1: Forza Horizon.
0: Well, I thought Forza was only ever on.
1: The Xbox? Mm, I don't know. It is because I'm, no, I'm not...
0: Forza's um, Xbox's version right. of right. you Gran know. Turismo, really, isn't but
1: it? now it's Microsoft. They're part of Microsoft Studio. Right. Yeah. So they're going to use their technology in a brand new IP, apparently, which could be pretty cool. Now, there's a couple of Gears of War games, which they're just kind of referring to as Gears. Uh-huh. Instead of Gears of War. So Gears 5 has been announced, the Coalition. Um, sorry, that's the name of the developer Yeah. so it's going to be on the Xbox obviously 2019 uh, just more of the same shit in it really
0: I guess the one thing that's different is it has a female protagonist Is uh-huh. that right? which is another flavour of the, the like mm-hmm. the times we're living in mm-hmm. it's just oh you know they're exactly the same thing as we had before but it was sexist because it had a man mm-hmm. now we'll just have a woman in but we'll change nothing else about the mechanics of the game or mm-hmm. anything I've seen that in like comedy movies and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. so, Ghostbusters yep
1: he has Pop, uh, which he gains by the Co- Coalition and Media Tonic, which is coming out on Android and iOS 2019. You know those daft big-headed models you can get?
0: Uh, like bobblehead things, are they?
1: Yep, Yeah, like. kind of look like them. Uh. That was an arrow figure I've just held up there.
0: Actually, there's a documentary on Netflix about the popularity of them. pop um, popularity. Which I've never actually watched.
1: So it's those, but in a Gears of War franchise, some shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then there's Gears Tactics, a game by the Coalition, on mm-hmm. the PC, Unknown. This could potentially be sweet, an XCOM-style game in in the Gears of War universe. There's a new... The guy who made,
0: made XCOM back in the day, who made all them games UFO on the and spectrum that. and stuff like that, uh-huh. you know, like going all the way back to that, he's making a new game, and it's... um. It's got an HP Lovecraft type of vibe to it. I can't remember the name of it, but that looks pretty cool.
1: I uh, believe we will might come to that later.
0: Ah, oh, sweet.
1: I think. Anyway,
0: I wish I had a PC that was... Oh, well, you can surprise me if it's coming no, out on a console. I think, I think
1: I think. that's the one mm. I'm going to mention later. And also Battletoads, Rare, oh, actually yeah. owned by Microsoft, on the Xbox 2019. It's going to be fucking solid, isn't it?
0: I don't know. Because I might just aim it
1: towards kids. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully not. But, I mean, might pick it up if it looks kind of good. hmm So, next we've got Sony Interactive Entertainment. Yeah. We've got Death Stranding from Kojima Productions. Which is batshit crazy still. Uh-huh. That's on the PlayStation. Starting to understand a little bit more about the game, seems to be that the fetus that you carry around in your chest is a clone of you and acts as, like, your next life. So, if you die, that uh, then develops into you. Right. Uh, you can see, because you, in some of the shots, Norman Reedus had, like a, like, a number of different haircuts throughout the trailer. So, maybe hair kind of grows mm-hmm. as part of the...
0: Into a haircut, because that's mm. how it works in real
1: life. Other than that, it looks like some kind of atmospheric story-driven item collection sim. Just <laughs> <laughs> so because he just walks around, he's got loads of backpacks and stuff, and loads of these carrying loads of things over cavern, uh, canyons yeah. and stuff.
0: It, do- it looks unique, I'll give it that. Mm. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Metal Gear Solid games, no. but I might get it. I might get the game, I mm-hmm. might...
1: The Last of Us Part 2, Naughty mm-hmm. Dog, PlayStation, obviously, unknown date. And this has looked like it, it, it's shaping up to be something very special. Uh, the game trailer was impossibly good, in my opinion. Very scripted, but if the real thing is even close to that, it'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a bit where she runs past a bottle and picks it up fluidly and throws it yeah. at this person. And there's a gunshot at someone's cheek at one point, which looks horrific. It but
0: looks I uh, really...
1: Um... I mean, if, if it if they pull it off that looks like that then it'll be awesome but I think it was just heavily scripted. So mm. a
0: couple of years ago I did go through the the Last of Us games and the oh, DLC nice. didn't I? Yeah. And I says initially I was a bit disappointed by them which mm. feeds into what I was talking about with God of War and um, the Uncharted games. They are good games mm-hmm. it's just I don't feel like they're really up my street. Yeah. I prefer stuff where it is more about the gameplay and stuff like that. Mm.
1: I mean I, I I remember saying to you a while back that I would love to just it's one of those games i like to sit and watch you play through. Aye. Right. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, maybe we could do that at some point. Mm. I still have it on the hard drive. Oh. I bought it, like, oh, digital. Cute. That's another thing, by the way, going back to ages ago, how I was slightly dubious about a console that just goes completely digital. Uh-huh. I feel like it's time now. Like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the size of games, mm-hmm. it's holding them back being on disk. Yeah. Also, the amount of shops that sell disks and stuff is closing down. Yeah. Uh, and I think the sales on the consoles are so good now. Mm-hmm. All we need, I think, going forward, is bigger, bigger hard drive. Bigger hard drive. It irritates me
1: that it don't standard give a bigger hard drive. Mm-hmm. I was fully expecting E three to have an announcement for a two terabyte Xbox, and it didn't.
0: Even terab- like two terabyte isn't. It's not
1: not much, but it's double than what I've got. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's frustrating that it it seems to be that the industry just. Or happy for you to have to buy an external hard drive to plug in your Xbox, which I think isn't really acceptable.
0: No, it isn't because it goes back to what people want from a console. That I think people want these sleek boxes that you know just sits on the TV yeah, under absolutely. the TV. Like I bought a PC about two years ago, and it, it's got like a five terabyte in it, yeah. and it wasn't an expensive PC. Uh-huh. Like these old school hard drives are are cheap. Mm-hmm. So why are, you know? Mm-hmm. Adopters from day one with the newer consoles, which mm-hmm. goes back a long time ago now. Five hundred k, yeah,
1: minus all operating system, and nah, you get like three hundred left or something after all that. Yeah. Finally, for Sony Interactive Entertainment, you got Derracine. I think it's it's pronounced uh, it's by From Software. Uh-huh. Uh PlayStation, obviously, two thousand and eighteen. It's a beautiful looking VR game from Ross's favorite developer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some time travel elements, perhaps. There's like a sepia filter on the trailer uh, with like a period appearance that disappears and changes to modern day. Is a rose appears on the table.
0: Well, what puts me off is it's VR. VR, exactly. So I still never went over to my friends and experienced VR. Mm -hmm. So I think I may try that at some point. Experience VR, not particularly that game. Mm -hmm. But I was disappointed with the From software, although it's going to be free games. Mm -hmm. And really, there's only one that I'm really that bothered about. Mm -hmm. But we'll get to that. Oh, we'll we'll get to that. (laughs)
1: Okay, next batch of game uh, developers, yep. we've got Square Enix, Kingdom Hearts 3, uh-huh. Yeah, <clears throat> PlayStation and Xbox, 25th of January 2019, you know my thoughts on this tripe.
0: <laughs> um, I bet you Star Wars gets introduced into it. Probably. Because it's Disney, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Disney having a love child with Square Enix's
1: <sighs> property. It just looks shit, man. It's um, too late for appreciate me. appreciate that people like the franchise, but oh, that'd be key. A big key uses a weapon, just pisses us off. But yeah, good luck with that release. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is Eidos Montreal, Crystal Dynamics, Nixus Software BV. It's a shit name for a developer. Uh, so PlayStation, Xbox, PC, 14th of September this year.
0: I still didn't get a chance to play it. So after the reboot, they made a sequel. Mm-hmm. Didn't Rise I? of the Tomb Raider. I still haven't had a chance to play that. Yeah, one.
1: me neither. It's more of the same, though. They found a formula that seems to work, but I think it'll start getting stale again. I can see them... Uh, Creating like another arcade reboot around the corner mm-hmm. uh, that goes back to like less realistic graphics and less gritty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, maybe it's even a sort of cell shaded old version of Tomb Raider, uh, old version, version of Lara Croft. <laughs> I'm doing well with, with, with me words, yeah.
0: Didn't they do that with Lara um, Croft? Didn't they do that with Prince of Persia? Because there was yeah. the original Prince of Persia games, mm-hmm. then there was the trilogy that everyone thought was good. Mm-hmm. Not me though. Because i like that. <laughs> yeah. And then they did bring it back again, didn't yeah. they? So, so you're just that's
1: what I think they'll do. Um they did those top down uh Tomb Raider games, didn't they? Thing oh, with light the, and stuff like the that. The
0: kind of isometric ones yeah. that me and you were gonna go through, but you never you no. kept blowing us out whenever I was like, Let's play that game. You're like,
1: Maybe it's tomorrow. A very busy man. The quiet and speaking of very busy men, the quiet man, human head studios, uh, unknown Uh, platforms unknown date Mm -hmm. what it says though it it delivers an immersive story driven cinematic action experience seamlessly blending high production live action realistic CG and pulse pounding action gameplay (laughs) embark on an adrenaline fueled motion picture like experience which can be completed in one sitting that sounds shit, doesn't it? That sounds like something I'm not going to spend 50 quid on.
0: That sounds like, until you got to the one sitting bit, uh-huh. it sounded like every buzzword that, you know, <laughs> and he's from a different planet. Yeah. I always go by that Simpsons, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want from them? So you can win stuff by actually watching it.
1: <laughs> really doesn't sound like fun to me. Play, you actually, you play a deaf protagonist who beats up some thugs in the trailer. Right. And it transitions between the live action bit and the in-engine gameplay.
0: Um, mm. uh, nah I'm, mm. no. it's early days though isn't it well nah
1: <laughs> 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 Babylon's Fall Platinum Games uh, PlayStation and PC 2019 some daft magic infused night battling thing maybe like Dark Souls or God of War mm-hmm. looks like there's a lot of lore and backstory reference in some MacGuffin that accelerated human technology when it was discovered
0: I do like Platinum Games and stuff uh-huh. um, they were Bayonetta they, and
1: stuff like okay, that right. I think they were mm, might be worth a deeks. And you've got Just Cause 4, Avalanche Studios, PlayStation, Xbox PC, 4th of December this year. And it's just more madness from the guys who brought you Just Cause 3. This one has tornadoes, so that is new. Sounds like the weather's going to play a big part as a hazard in the game, which is an interesting idea.
0: I've got Just Cause 3 lying on my hard drive, because oh, yeah. it was free um, with Sony's you know, mm-hmm. online game thing. Was it? Uh, wow. I think it was free. Mm-hmm. I still haven't got around to playing it. Mm. Because I'm not that big on, like, as we said, these second-rate sandbox games. Mm -hmm. Like, feedback on Mad Max. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I stopped playing it. There's not enough to do, and it's too repetitive. That's Mm -hmm.
1: my feelings. That's a shame, because I was... um, If it comes, I'll only get it if it's free. Give it a go. Yeah.
0: But you can tell when you're playing it how cheap it is. Yeah. And, I mean, that's not... Like, I play indie games and stuff like that. I'm not... It's just, it's a weird thing when you're playing it. You're you like, why have they centred on that? Yeah. Never mind.
1: Never mind. Next we've got Activision. We've got a game called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah. From software. Aye. <laughs> X- uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, 2019. It's visually impressive. Set in feudal Japan, it seems. Will be solid as it's from software. As in hard, difficult. Yeah. Nice fields of wheat mm-hmm. flowing in the wind. There's apparently no RPG or character creation. Is not not? Yeah. And the combat's based around poison balance and then single killing blows and some stealth aspects as well. So you're probably going to get is that. Is this menu.
0: Shadow's Auras Die Twice? Yeah. And it's based around that? Because mm. that's interesting. Some of the... Uh, the trailer actually has gameplay footage. In yeah. It, which mm. is unlike some of the other stuff we've been talking about. And the boss battles don't look stealthy. They look like From Software's bread and butter. Yeah. I don't mind. You know what? Even though I don't really like st- um, stealth games. I'm gonna give that a go. I'm gonna buy it, definitely. It's okay. gonna be there. I'm gonna, to... but that's another flavor of this e three um samurai games. Yeah, it's fucking
1: loads Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, I know. Uh, they've got Deep Silver. Uh, they've got Metal Exodus coming out. That's by Four Year Games. It's on the Xbox, PlayStation, PC, twenty second of February next year. Uh, it's the next game in the Metro franchise which features dynamic weather systems and seasons that change mm-hmm. in larger sandbox environments. Still never played through Last Light. I've got it on my Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, I played through that. Mm. I, it looks I, I, like Fallout. Fallout? Fallout? Aye. Right? Mm. Might be good. Then we've got Ubisoft. They've got quite a few games mm-hmm. uh, as always because they just seem to fucking cheer them out don't they? They do. So first of all the Division 2 by Massive Entertainment and various other Ubisoft studios. Uh, on the Xbox, PlayStation, and PC, fifteenth of March next year. More from this franchise? Something I'm not really interested in. No. Um, how can, how far can they go in a universe that only has human enemies and no real hook? As far as I'm concerned, it's just grinding, isn't it? Aye, that's what it seems like to me.
0: I'm not really interested in that.
1: No, I think, I think it's quite a social game, maybe. But I'm not social. No, nah, me neither. I hate other people. Mm-hmm. I barely tolerate yourself. Yeah. Then we've got Anno 1800 by Blue Byte.
0: So is that the only Ubisoft game that's out?
1: No, this one is by oh, right. them as well. But Blue Byte, remember when I on the in the head-to-head? Oh. You showed me that uh, history line. Yeah. Well, this is by them as well. Uh, PC, Uh it's coming out this year, apparently. Mm-hmm. So it's an RTS game with city building, uh, set in the 1800s, with war elements, it seems. Uh, and I enjoyed Ruse, so I expect something pretty impressive from them. Yeah. But that, that wasn't Blue Byte, but I'm, Ruse came from Ubisoft. Ah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it looks pretty cool. And I was funny when you showed me that that game for, for the Amiga. And I thought with a nice little, little, little link. Yeah. Then we got transference, which is by Spectre Vision and Ubisoft Montreal, uh PlayStation Xbox and PC this year. Mm-hmm. Now this is from Elijah Woods development company. Really? Yeah. Fancy that. Uh, It's like an escape room set in a deranged mind, it's VR, plunged into an experiment of a troubled scientist, and it sounds trippy as fuck. Mm -hmm. Then we've got one that I think you'll be really interested in, Ross, Mm. Just Dance 2019. Oh, awesome, yeah. Mm. Uh, Ubisoft and Ubisoft Paris, PlayStation, Xbox, on both generations, so 360 and PlayStation 3, and also Switch, Wii U, and Wii, so they're covering all fucking bases there. Yeah. There's also one that you can play on your calculator. (laughs) That's coming out October uh, 2019. don't think we need to say anything else about that. It's just going to be dancing like a prick. Uh, Now, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Mm -hmm. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Montpellier. Unknown platform, unknown date. Little is known about this game in general, really. Uh Uh, It's a pirate-themed sequel. Sorry, space pirate-themed sequel. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time coming, and the teaser trailer does look awesome. And I do need to play the first one. I've got it again on my Xbox, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Yeah, do you know anything about the game?
0: I don't. I did see the trailer and it did look cool, but I'm always dubious of just cinematic trailers. Yeah, I know. Again, um, Beyond Good and Evil is a game that I didn't play back mm-hmm. in the day, and I do want to play it. Mm-hmm.
1: So, mm. might be worth a dekes. Yeah. Then you got Assassin's Creed Odyssey. What a surprise. Oh, fuck's uh, sake. Various Ubisoft studios. There's about like 10 different studios working on it. PlayStation, Xbox, PC, uh, next, I would say it's 2019, so it's not this year, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that's right, but we'll see, but what a surprise, Uh, usual boring shite for the kiddies (laughs) for there, but it looks shit as well, like the animations and stuff, I saw this little little bit of gameplay of it, it just looks like rubbish, like it just, they're just hammering them out, the environments look nice, but it's... I think it's set in Greece.
0: It's a nice excuse for the uh, development team to go on a nice holiday. Yeah, to so, like, take some pictures. Uh, you know, the, the sad thing about Ubisoft is... T- thinking off the top of my head, there's two franchises or or games they've made that I would love to see sequels of. So my, perhaps I'm a bit jealous because I'm not a fan of Assassin's Creed, yeah. that they're pumping this many out. Mm-hmm. And that's like that guitar game, that I, yeah. Rocksmith, I would love a new one of that. Uh-huh.
1: And the new uh, Rayman, I'd love yeah. a new Rayman. Why, why, please make them for me. Please, God. Next, we got Starlink, Battle for Atlas by Ubisoft Toronto. That's out on the Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, 16th of October this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> but God made <laughs> God made yeah looks looks like No Man's Sky but you have to buy a plastic spaceship right that attaches to your controller is it
0: like the Skylanders
1: yeah aye uh, is that uh, Infinity as well doesn't the Infinity is that that thing or? well they ripped off Skylanders right or, ok yeah. So exactly that way you buy the plastic toys and you stick them on a little thing. and Yes, exactly Ugh. like that. But it makes your controller toy. Honestly, there's plastic things, so your controller's out there. It's this, this uh-huh. massive fucking thing. You attach peripheral, additional peripheral plastic things onto it, which will just break. Mm-hmm. And that then, in the game, adds different weapons onto your spaceship and stuff. On the Switch, apparently, uh, the Star Fox, uh, Fox McCloud is going to be a special character right, in yeah. the Switch version. It just pisses us off, though. It just looks like that shit Nintendo label thing, uh, you know, with the cardboard uh, shit, which yeah. is just why it. I feel like that stuff is holding technology back. We should be working towards having no controller to towards just controlling things with your mind instead of this sort of shit. In my opinion,
0: the the problem with that Tom is I've started playing Splatoon with minis, uh-huh. and because it so it's a dual stick kind of third person shooter, right? Uh huh. Left stick moves your character around. Mm-hmm. You The right stick looks a little bit, but the main way you look around on that game, if you're playing online, mm-hmm. is with the actual big Wii U controller. Oh, right, so okay. up and down, and it's inverted. Oh, my so it's God. a complete nightmare. I had to try and beat a boss on that game of a mm-hmm. and I did eventually. But it was a nightmare, mainly because it was like all the skills I've adopted. It's like... Imagine if I says, could you play this song on, on the guitar? And then I give you a guitar and the strings were like upside down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, um, you know, you had to use your left hand to yeah. like play a, like pick. Mm-hmm. It was just, it's not prepared us for that sort of thing. So when you're saying going forward, not control us, mm, <laughs> not in my world, thanks.
1: I don't know. I, I just, I think I'm just a bit bitter, but it just pissed us right off. Next, we've got Skull and Bones. This is a game by Blue Byte, Ubisoft Chengdu, and Ubisoft Singapore. Mm-hmm. PlayStation, Xbox, PC in 2019. The scale of this one looks epic. It's like a pirate game. Basically. Right, yeah. Uh, it's basically a realistic-looking Sea of Thieves.
0: So, Samurais and pirates, yeah. Yeah, but that's all it is. I, yeah. Post-apocalypse,
1: like war zones. All flooded. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the year of the climate change. Uh, every game just going to have some sort of climate change, climate change element. Uh, The water effects are beautiful. Uh, It's basically just the ship bits from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That's what it (laughs) looks like. Really. Finally, from Ubisoft, we've got Trials Rising. Uh, Ubisoft Red Links, Ubisoft Ukraine, Mm -hmm. Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, February next year. It's just more of the same from the Trials people. The
0: Kickstarter game.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) so we've got two more groups of games. I've grouped them in no particular reason just time wise really mm-hmm. so the next group we start with Bethesda Yeah. now they've teased Elder Scrolls 6 obviously it's just Bethesda or the developers Aye. unknown date, unknown uh, platforms just a very short teaser trailer panning a panning shot of a landscape where the game will be set so there's yeah. lots of speculation over where it's going to be uh, well, given... if it
0: follows the other Elder Scroll games, they've all set. There's a big map mm-hmm. in the Elder Scroll universe, yeah. and he, so Skyrim is a place mm-hmm. in in Elder Scrolls. Morrowind as well. Morrowind and... was Elder Scrolls 3, which I did have for the original Xbox, mm-hmm. which was a, a weird experience. That game mm-hmm. it was like the wrong platform at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. They learnt going forward. Oblivion was set in a certain area of of that. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- or t- mm, Not sure. But anyway, I mean. I'm quite. I would like to play it. Like mm-hmm. if it's a single-player game.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. I'm
0: not bothered about the multiplayer, which is worrying about Fallout seventy-six. Is mm-hmm. that correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the reason that they, they've announced this Elder Scrolls is just basically shut everybody up. Uh, Aye. <laughs> yeah, say, exactly. Yes, yeah. We're working on it. Just, just, just chill uh, out. Yeah. But who knows when it's going to come out? We won't mm-hmm. see for years. I don't think. Fallout seventy-six. He said. Yeah. Are we then? Uh, PlayStation, PC, Xbox, 14th of November this year. What do you know about it?
0: Well, what I initially found out about was it's a uh, online, like yeah.
1: it's got online elements, has not
0: it? M- mainly, mm-hmm. just so get gets rid of the VAT system, correct? Mm, I think so, because yeah. I can't work online.
1: No, I think it's there in some way. Is it? But it won't be in the way that we know it. So it's probably going to be rendered unusable on other people. I don't think there's any NPCs. I think everybody that you see in a game is another character, like a real character. Yeah. Which, but well, apparently you can create a settlement and then just pick that settlement up and move it onto a new server or something like that if you want to. Mm-hmm. There's nukes in it, which when a nuke goes off, it completely changes the environment okay, yeah. where the where the nukes gone off. Um, which the worried people are obviously worried about just getting trolled by people because the nukes are <laughs> really hard to find, apparently. Mm-hmm. But when you do find them, then they're devastating. So basically if you play the game, like I'm a very, 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 very casual gamer. So if I get the game, anybody else is going to play the game more than me and mm-hmm. I'll go into a world and I'll just get fucking nuked probably because these people who play the game like 10 hours a day will just find everything. Yeah. So yeah, people are very concerned about how it's going to play and, and yeah, I don't know. It's mm.
0: funny because Fallout, the weakness of Fallout Four for me was the actual writing and uh, characters. Mm. Yeah. So maybe going online is a good way for it forward. But I like the desolation and being by myself.
1: Exactly, that's what Fallout is, isn't is it? So it's, apparently it's four times bigger than Fallout Four. This game, this world.
0: It's all these promises again, you <laughs> know, like it's online only and
1: yeah. yeah, it's set in West Virginia in a test vault which opened twenty years before all of the rest. So it's a prequel to the original Fallout games. Right. Oh. So yeah. Who knows?
0: Well, there was a game coming out years ago called Wasteland Warriors, which yeah. was by people who made the original Fallout. All oh, right, okay. And um, I think it was isometric, mm-hmm. but I'm, you know, it's trying to remember. But uh, I'll just mention with Fallout. A weird thing with Fallout is when I first saw Fallout 3, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was Fallout 3, on the Xbox 360, it started with that song, I Don't Want to Set the World on yeah. Fire. Uh-huh. And I was waiting for the. Bomb to drop. Mm-hmm. And then the Megadeth song to come in. Set mm. the world alight. Right. But then I remembered, no, trailers don't work like that, do they? Mm. Trailers work with, like, oh, you've got to have a kind of sedate song or maybe an acoustic version of something. Yeah. Whilst
1: the stuff goes on. Mm-hmm. They all sit, follow a set formula these days, the trailers. Like...
0: So I was thinking that I've made, like, a playlist up. Okay, right. For, for Fallout. And uh-huh. I'll quickly go through it. Yeah, of course. So, like... And I've set myself a challenge, so mm-hmm. by, when I finish this, I'll tell you what my challenge is. Okay. So this is my Fallout playlist, everybody. So get a pen and paper, and you can write them down and then purchase them or listen <laughs> yeah, to them on sure. YouTube. So the first track is Megadeth Set the World af- Afire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was from 1988, and Megadeth, the actual title, means millions dead, which is the result of a
1: Holocaust. Ah, holocaust. very interesting.
0: Second song, Terrorizer, after World Obliteration, mm-hmm. influential grindcore band. Stick that on you. play, Ross's playlist. I mean. <laughs> Third track, Exodus, The Toxic Walls. It's actually a parody of like a fifty. 50- you know how 50s tracks were like stuff like Do the Twist and yeah, Mash Potato? Yeah, yeah. And this is about being in a, like a mosh pit. Mm-hmm. But it's called The Toxic Walls, and it also fits with the kind of, um, Fallout kind of idea of making it nineteen fifties esque sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Track four, Carnivore, Thermo Nuclear Warrior. I mean come on. Yeah, that's, that's, good. Perfect that's perfect title. Uh, perfect. Carnivore's tracks are quite about nuclear like bombs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Actually I bought one of their albums oh. to show you a picture. Cause Tom isn't much of a fan of like metal. No, not really. So there's the Carnivore. Oh wow, I like that. Are those rabbits,
3: <laughs> I think
0: they're
1: warheads, aren't they? have they, oh no, they're warheads, yeah, aren't they?
0: So, track
1: five <laughs> it's that picture on the back, yeah, the, the, the knives.
0: Do you know uh, Typo Negative? Mm-hmm. The band, well, this mm-hmm. was Pete Steele's first band, ah, right, and okay. there's um, a song on here, Jesus Hitler, <laughs> that is pretty pretty um, offensive but still awesome at the right. same time. Track five, Repulsion, Radiation, Sickness, another grand Co. band. Track six, Monster Magnet, Radiation oh, nice. Day sounds nice. cool. We'll whack that on there. Track seven, Black Sabbath, Electric Funeral mm-hmm. turns people into clay. Radiation minds the Care. There's one of the lyrics, so mm-hmm. it's like nice. a perfect one. OMD, Alone Are Gay. Oh, you know the song? No. Well. You, you will have heard Alona um, Gay. We used to play it in that uh, covers band I was in. It's like right, a synth okay. track from the 1980s. Uh-huh. And Alona Gay is the name of the plane that dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. Ah, right. Okay. Number nine, Slayer's "Skeletons of Society, which is basically about a bomb dropping and just the old, you know, everything going. Obliterated. Right. Uh, number 10, Creator, When the Sun Burns Red, which is... Fresh Bands, Bread and Butter, Singing mm-hmm. About the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Track 11, Sepultura's Beneath the Remains, which is another track, which is like just about the end of society. Yep. Track 12, that bold a band I was talking oh, about. Oh, yes, I Rebirth of Humanity. And track 13, Nuclear Salt, which I've got, the cover of the album is called Game Over. Whoa. And Nuclear Salt's track is called
1: Nuclear War. Okay now that's just a city with loads of people running away from a bomb.
0: Yep. A bomb. So and here's rindos. the um so that's my playlist and here's a, a challenge I've set myself for the next podcast. Right. I'm gonna write a fresh song about nuclear war. Okay. Now something that holds back my music that I put on the podcast is drums. Okay. I'm not a drum minded person And, like, I have a drum machine, but it's limiting. So I've went on YouTube, and there's a kid who writes... He's got his own drum tracks. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're hard to play along, though, because for no reason they'll just change the drum beat Mm midway through. But I think I've got a structure of a song for one. Okay. I've emailed the lad to say... He says they're free. I emailed him, and he says it's fine for me to use this in this podcast. Right. So next episode, I'll have wrote a song... A three or four minute song about nuclear war for everyone to enjoy.
1: Fucking brilliant. I can't wait.
0: I have a one problem, though, is thrash singing tends to be high-pitched, uh-huh. and I don't have that in my canon. <laughs> okay.
1: If only knew someone who had a really wonderful voice, mm. singing voice. Well, thrash singers tend not to be
2: wonderful.
0: So, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: so feminine, I thought you were going
0: to say. Well. well, you could be the
1: vocalist, if you like. Oh yeah, well, we'll see. Sucky <laughs> into that one. Get in. I got out of that. Oh, class. I'm looking forward to that. That was genuine. Oh, nice. (laughs) So, Bethesda's final few games. We've got Wolfenstein Youngblood Mm -hmm. from Machine Games, Xbox, PlayStation, PC. It's coming out in 2019. You play it as BJ's twin daughters in some more Nazi-killing mayhem.
0: Yeah. I'm still one behind on them. Mm -hmm. It was enjoyable, though, the Mm -hmm. other one I played.
1: Uh, Starfield. uh, Again, unknown. Um, when that's going to come out? What platforms? Mm-hmm. It's another space game. There's almost nothing known about it apart from the, the the title, right? And Todd Howard has said that they're aiming for very, very far in the future as a release, so they're basically building it for next gen. All right. So yeah, just mm-hmm. pretty much just forget about that one because it's not coming. Forget out from about it. I've got Doom Eternal from ID Software. Or id software it's id say that. uh unknown date uh unknown platforms but probably the same as the last one
0: the trailer is just a cinematic yeah mm-hmm. but i i did like the reboot mm-hmm. so
1: said so something like it can handle twice as many bodies on screen at once so uh, quite a shit brag these days
0: <laughs> yeah uh,
1: next up we got one that probably neither of us are interested in from bandai namco entertainment jump force the pc xbox and playstation uh unknown date it's a crossover fighting game featuring loads of manga characters from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I've seen and that, yeah. Other so I'm not really interested in that. No. Um, Koei Koi Tecmo, NIOH2, Team Ninja, PlayStation. It's like this mad action RPG featuring demons and over the top combat. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pronounce the name of it. It was the first one, obviously. NIOH2. The uh, trailer's pretty mad. So okay. I'll have a taste of that. And then we've got Warner Brothers. You've got Dying Light 2 coming out by Techland. That's PlayStation, Xbox, PC. I don't know when, but it's a sequel to the zombie free-running game. Looks like a game you would get an hour of fun out of again, like I said, about Forza, uh, before getting a bit bored. Apparently the actions you make affect the world around you, uh, but it seems as though even that's still kind of set within tight guidelines. So if you like, go with one faction, there'll be less water in one area because you control the supply and shit. No, that just looks like a bit of a gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like they concentrate more on the human element than the zombies in this one. A bit like that did in Left for Dead. I'm mm-hmm. um, sorry, Walking Dead. Yep. Um, look how that turned out for that.
0: Well, I've seen the cinematic trailer for Walking Dead and it
1: looked like
0: a cinematic trailer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. Which one?
0: The one where there's this old guy and he like...
1: Ah, okay. He we'll, gets in a car. We'll come to that. Like a, we'll come to that very soon. Very soon indeed. Hitman 2. From IO Interactive. That's PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Thirteenth hmm. of November, twenty eighteen. How is it called, Hitman Two? Because
0: they rebooted it, I guess. I know. Hitman Two was the high water mark of the original series. Was it? And I'll tell you one thing from watching the trailer. It's the trailer. It's a Formula One kind of race. All right. I think when Hitman gets it right, they know how to set the hit. Because right. there was a one setting an opera on one of the games, mm-hmm. and you had to like time it with a gunshot and stuff. Um, and to get that right, mm-hmm. that can be really interesting.
1: Well, it's got big sandbox environments with complex mechanics that sound like fun to replay, but it's stealth, so it'll probably just piss us off. Mm-hmm. Next, we've got Capcom. Now, they've got Resident Evil 2 remake coming out. Yeah. Uh, which is PC, Xbox, PlayStation, 25th of Jan next year. Mm-hmm. It looks great. I it think. does, they yeah. scrapped the tank controls in favour of the Res 4 over the shoulder thing.
0: It's more the engine from the very last Resident yeah, Evil, I think. Yeah, uh, I mean. it's
1: the Resident Evil 7 or whatever. It, did they have tank controls in the Resident Evil 1 remake?
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was hard to play, That's man. A shame.
1: Really hard. I think I'll probably get this one, Like mm-hmm. They've added some new elements, apparently, to the game to surprise people who've already played it. yeah. Uh, they've also got Devil May Cry 5 coming out. Yeah, yeah. Please, PC, PlayStation, Xbox 2019. More hack and slash madness. Do you reckon you'll get it?
0: I will, because I um, uh, yeah, have a sucker, soft spot.
1: Soft for it, aren't you?
0: Sucker sucker for it. But I mean, the trailer, it's hard to like, get anything from it. It just looks mental.
1: Yeah. Mm. So is that separate from DMC? Because that was like a reboot, wasn't I it? I think almost. DMC,
0: yeah. I know. I like DMC, but a lot of the people didn't like the way they'd emo-fied Dante. Hey, yeah. But I didn't really mind it.
1: Mm. Next, we've got Sea. They've got a game coming out called Two Point Hospital from Two Point Studios on the PC in 2018, which basically looks like Theme Hospital. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. It says, It's your hospital, build it the way you like, with specialist treatment rooms aplenty. Lay out and spruce up your rooms and design the optimal place to definitely not die. Mm. I'll not be getting that. Nah. Because it's PC, but um, I don't really have any interest in Sim games like that, to be honest. I do like
0: them when they're hookers, but sometimes it's so hard to get hooked on them because mm. the controls and the
1: mechanics and stuff yeah. now 505 games you've just mentioned this Overkill's The Walking Dead oh yeah uh, Overkill Studio uh, published by Starbreeze Studios and 505 Games mm-hmm. that's out on the PC, PlayStation and Xbox this year the cinematics for this game I think are absolutely stunning like the facial animations and stuff looks great but it looks a lot like well, well I think it looks like Left 4 Dead um, there's four characters but with more story and possibly some base building management elements maybe. Yeah. But it, it just annoys us that it. it's attached to the Walking Dead franchise. I wish they'd just fucking move away from it. I agree, I, yeah. I Plus zombies. I don't know. I know. I don't know if it's still relevant. Uh, the cinema that you were talking about is the old guy in the car, isn't it, when he's talking mm-hmm. and then he turns and he sees it's actually a zombie he's talking to. Yeah,
0: him, but it? it's got an a mouth. So ah. it's not attacking him.
4: Mm.
1: Though it looks interesting. One to, one to keep an eye on.
0: that. Seeing mm-hmm. what uh second what you say, it does look phenomenal. It's isn't it? Uh,
1: next you've got control from Remedy Entertainment on PC PlayStation Xbox next year. From the developers of Alden Wake and Quantum Break. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play as Jesse Foden, who's the director of the Federal Bureau of Control. Yeah. And you have a gun called the Director's Pistol, which can transform into different shapes. Mm-hmm. I wish I had one of them. And you know by that I mean a cock. Mm. And also you have supernatural and telekinetic powers. Think of Second Sight maybe or PsyOps. Yeah, I that's
0: exactly what I'll put down. Mm-hmm. I quite like the way the environment changes. It oh, kind of it? reminded us of Inception almost. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it looks interesting, that game. I like the trailer. I like the moody music and the stark visual style, the lighting and that. Yeah, it's
1: something I'm looking forward to that one. So what Remedy do well isn't it taking like a normal looking environment and then just putting a... a, a, a the game mechanic in it that completely changes things. Mm-hmm. Like The Torch, Alan Wake, and Quantum Break was all about like powers and stuff. Time control, wasn't it? Power, uh, I, I believe so.
0: That's a game that I wish I had have played. Uh, a lot of people said it was good.
1: I'm still holding out for that one to come. Right. Games were gold, but probably old. And last of this little group, we've got Untitled Publisher. Right. That's the name of the publisher, Untitled Publisher. So you've got Bravery Network Online, which is by Gloam Collective on the PC 2019. This bonkers looking 2D turn based fighting game. Looks like the characters look like doodles pulled out of a, a school textbook. It's all like looks like pieces of paper, a bit like uh-huh. um, that shit game that you made us play, with the Rapper. <laughs> Controversial. So that looks weird. There's a game weird I got for
0: you a while back on the PlayStation where it was a, um, a f- behind a third person shooter mm-hmm. and it was scribbles, mm-hmm. it was drones like that. Right, okay. It looked. A- it sounds like what you this mm, were talking bonkers. about. I like the visual style, but I didn't like the game. Mm.
1: We've got Morningstar by Metkiss. That's on the PC 2019. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, post-cyberpunk what uh, farming sim where computers are the soil and data are the crops. Okay. Uh, so it sounds kind of mad. It does, mm-hmm. huh? yeah. And we got Overwhelm from Rory O'Sullivan, which is on the PC. It's actually out already. Mm-hmm. That's an intense two D NES inspired platformer with basic graphics and overwhelming odds. Ha! <laughs> so it it looks pretty cool. Something I think you would really like. Really, oh, really enjoy. what was that um, one called again? Overwhelm. Right. Well, it's only on the PC though. Know. If but,
0: it's like a, if it's not a very. Um, Power hungry game I could play on my PC. All right, cool. It's not like a great PC, but it we could play like yeah. It had it some like
1: nice a... particle effects and stuff, but I think so it, was, I <laughs> it was mostly like it was. It looked very basic, but it was quite fast though. So mm-hmm. don't know. It looked a bit like the movement it was a bit like Meat Boy. All right, see. but it's a shooter, so you're kind of jumping and shooting around and stuff. So It's pretty cool. It's all red, like red and black. Yeah, uh, worth a Deeks.
0: I think I wrote that one down actually. All right. Oh no, it sounds like my friend Pedro. Have you heard about that game? No. It's based on a Flash game that came out ages ago. Mm -hmm. And Pedro's this banana, a sentient banana. (laughs) The game (laughs) you play is an actual like um, bullet ballet kind of game where it's side on scrolling but really stark visuals. Mm -hmm. It has the retro synth kind of music to it, Mm -hmm. dancing around, and it's all score mechanics Mm -hmm. about trying to get the best kills and topple over tables and stuff like that. Problem being, it's only out on the, it's only going to come out on the Switch or PC.
1: Right, okay. That sounds bonkers. Yeah. Word of the day.
0: I've got a few written down, so if you don't mention them, I'll say them at the very end. Cool. (laughs)
1: we're at the final grouping right. of the E3 games you'll be pleased to hear mm-hmm. these ones are indie games like indie titles and some others who are kind of like self-publishing and stuff okay then first of all Tunic which is uh, by Andrew Scholdis uh, published by Finji Xbox PC and Mac coming out in 2018 really gorgeous looking Zelda style adventure where he plays a little fox the graphics are incredibly smooth and the is beautiful, mm-hmm. and the combat is surprisingly fast and intense. Worth keeping an eye on this one. I think it looks really nice. Very, very, very Zelda-like.
0: Nice. Sadly, not on my platform.
1: Mm. We got Sable.
0: Oh yeah, I wrote that. Yeah. That down. It looked. It looks beautiful. That
1: developed by Shedworks and published a Raw Fury on the PC in 2019. Unique looking adventure. With a gorgeous art style reminiscent of the 80s cartoons with mm-hmm. like a shell... Say, oh, I, never, I always find it difficult to say that. Cell shaded effect. The environment and character remind me of the, the sand people from Tatooine. Ah, you know I mean? yeah. Uh, you ride around on this sort of weird rocket ship thing. But I don't know how much of the trailer is actual gameplay and how much is like cut scenes. But if it's a gameplay, it'll be fucking stuck. I
0: heard a, a podcast talking about it mm-hmm. and apparently it's by two people. Yeah. But if they've got other people to come in and help with the writing of the story. Okay. And the thing you drive around is customizable, uh-huh. but they were saying they're encouraging. It's got no stats. Uh-huh. It, you, you just want to create a nice motorbike sort of thing, right, or bike. Okay. It does look really nice. It's nice, is
1: not it? Then we've got Ooblets, which is developed by Glumberland and published by Double Fine Productions, mm-hmm. which is on the Xbox PC this year. Looks like Pokemon, but you grow your monsters in a garden, then take them off in groups to fight. Uh, weird and annoyingly quirky. I said because okay. you—it it looks like Animal Crossing uh, with all the customization of like the house you live in and shit like that. Um, it had dancing emotes, which make me feel physically sick.
0: Yeah, they're just not for me.
1: Nope. Telltale's The Walking Dead: The Final Season by Telltale Games, Xbox, PC, PlayStation, 14th of August this year. So it's coming to an end. Finally, mm-hmm. we finally wrapped it up. A bit like the TV should have <laughs> a little while ago in the I agree fifth with season. Would have been. I haven't played much of the first season, but it's. I want to at some point with Kelly just go through it together. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining, but I think the Telltale hype trains kind of ended because they, they were went through a, if quite a few years of being like one of the biggest, most exciting developers. Really, didn't they, with that and Wolf Among Us and they did a Batman one other, um, Battle of the Future and stuff like that. Everyone was like, "Oh, Telltale the, the Game, game of is Thrones so one as well." Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like people are sort of over it now. Aren't when it? you
0: start playing them as a gamer, you're just like, "What am I actually playing here?" Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm making decisions all the time, but yeah. I'm not. It's not much of a game.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, it doesn't have. I think games like that needs needs to have an injection of humor, like Monkey Island and stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of arguably a different type of game, but it's pretty much like a point and click. As well, they were game.
0: saying that was the evolution of point and click. So you're yeah. right, in what you're saying, it's mm-hmm. just uh, going back, adding me really like point and clicks back in the day.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know about this whole every decision you make affects things sort of idea. Like, yeah. in, in theory, yeah, that sounds cool, but I just don't think the technology is really there for it to be truly dynamic. Aye, yeah. So it's always got to follow some sort of.
4: Yeah,
0: some through line, yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened in the Game of Thrones one was it was just so jarring because it was either black or white. Right. Like, choose you, you know, mm. the, there's no. You couldn't appease, it felt like you could never appease everyone, ah. which maybe is what they were going for, but I mm-hmm. found it annoying because you were like, I don't want to piss everyone off yeah. and stuff. I want to be everyone's friend.
1: <laughs> Next, we got Vigor, which is from Bohemia Interactive, which is the DayZ dev. Okay. Xbox 2018. Uh, that's for the Founders pack, so you can buy it. Uh, and then in 2019, it's going to transition to a free to play model, apparently, which okay. seems to be the flavour of the day. Like, there's a couple of diff- developers are doing that. Mm-hmm. Slightly worried that it's the Day Z devs. Uh, however, it looks very interesting. It's set in Norway in an alternate history post apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. It's got 16 player survival multiplayer. Basically a mini bo- battle royale, but it looks gorgeous. I'm interested in seeing what it's about. And I sign up for the early access, but we'll have a look and see. Yeah,
0: okay, cool. we can happens. keep us um, informed on that. I, I was. Interesting because it's Norway.
1: (laughs) I know, yeah, yeah. Interesting uh, place to set it. Mm -hmm. Of course, you've been Mm -hmm. beautiful. Now they've got next Rapture Rejects, which is from Galvanic Games, Explosum Games, and published by Tiny Build on the PC in 2018. Now this is what they've said: Rapture Rejects is a top-down isometric last man standing game set in the apocalyptic cyanide and happiness universe. You know the the comics. You recognise them with the big heads and the thick lines. All right, yeah. Uh, When God leaves the worst of us to fight for ourselves, all that's left to do is to kill each other. Scavenge your weapons and kill every other person on earth to impress the Almighty enough to let you into heaven. So basically, the rapture happens and there's people left over and they just fight each other. It's kind of like an isometric battle royale.
0: It's funny when you said rapture, I thought it was going to be something to do with the Bioshock universe. Yeah, but no. no.
1: Yeah, no. It uh, uh, uses, uh, uses the character design, like I said, from Cyanide and Happiness, the online comic strip. So it's it's nice looking, but like I said, it's top down in this. Mm-hmm. Another battle royale. Yet another. Next we got Noita. Which is from Nola Games. Uh, it's on the PC. Don't know when it's coming out, but it's a roguelike. Mm-hmm. So it's up your street. Uh, it looks incredible. Every pixel simulated, so the entire world can be changed and molded. Uh, 2D looks like Terraria. But yeah. You've got like wizards with spells and weird creatures, and it looks fucking class. Like, oh. I hope it comes out on console at some point, but I think the processing power you'd need is incredible. Because it's, like, oh. it's like every single pixel can be affected by what you do, so the whole environment changes. It looks amazing. Next, we've got Genesis Alpha 1, which is from Radiation Blue and published by Team 17 Digital Limited. It did worms, didn't it? Team
0: 17. Team 17 done Alien Breed as well.
1: Oh. It's coming out on the PC, 4th of September eighteen. Another roguelike in space where you build and manage a space station, customize it, expand crew to get more lives. So, we must have permadeath. Okay. Uh, it's first person, another space exploration game, essentially. A genre that is getting quite saturated in my opinion, Ross. Yeah. Mm, with the likes of No Man's Sky, etc. Your favourite game, huh? Well, that's... Did I even mention No Man's Sky next? I think I mentioned it in the last episode, didn't I? Aye. It's coming out 24th of July. I'm not going to get a day one. I'll see what it's like because I want to watch the reviews and stuff. If it's good, mm-hmm. I'll probably pick it up. And cool. See what it's like. They still haven't released a trailer for it, though, which is kind of weird considering it's coming out in two weeks' time. So, yeah. Mm. A bit worrying. Mm-hmm. But... I've spent no money so I'm not bothered. Next we've got Maverick's Proven Grounds which I believe we've mentioned before which is developed and published by Automaton. Don't know when it's coming out. Sorry, don't know what platforms. Uh, I don't think we know anyway. It's coming out in 2018. Another big battle royale game that's aiming for 400 person rounds Mm -hmm. which seems ridiculous. Uh, Again, this genre is very saturated but the worlds in this game are a lot prettier than others which makes me think it will run poorly. (laughs) (laughs) It had like... um, Lavender and stuff, or Heather. on the. Oh, that's uh, the one that goes back a nice. few podcasts ago. That yeah, mentioning that. exactly. Next we've got Star Control uh, Origins. Star Control Origins. Developed and published by Stardock on the PC in, on the 20th of September this year. Mm-hmm. Hey Ross, do you want to play a game where you can explore thousands of underwhelming planets in an almost <laughs> infinite universe? Because <laughs> this looks like No Man's Sky for kids. All almost right. like an educational game. I think it's one to give a miss. Uh-huh. To, to be honest next we've got Satisfactory developed by Coffee Stain Studios published by Coffee Stain Publishing see what they did there mm. that's uh, on PC but don't know when hey Ross do you want to play a game where you explore planet and scavenge for resources and build an industrial complex but with no real end game and basically it looks like a prettier version of Astroneer in a more boring Nomad Sky no definitely no, not no this game's not for you then yeah, uh, again, I'd, I think I'll be giving that one a miss as well. It looks Well, it's on the PC, so I will be, but it mm-hmm. just looks looks boring, really boring. Looks make... like something that someone who kind of has to, they've got a sort of brain where they have to have things set up in a particular way. Someone not necessarily with um, OCD, but it, it just kind of looks like, I have to have this conveyor belt here, and I have to have it going here, I have to have this bit here. And it just looks like all this big shitty grid of things going on in a big factory. and uh,
0: I haven't seen anything about it.
1: Look at the trailer. I mean, it's just yeah, I don't know. It's not for me. Not for me. And I don't think it's for you either. Right. Thanks I don't for making that decision. In your, in your mouth. I don't want to put anything in your mouth. Mm. Neocab, developed and published by Chance Agency on the PC next year. This is a strange narrative game where you play a cab driver in a cyberpunk future. Yeah. Looks interesting but doesn't feel like it will have much replayability. Want to look for on games with gold and the like. Because it's kind of you sitting in a cab and there's speech options and shit like that.
0: Right. Or Telltale perhaps. Yeah, Some maybe.
1: And mm. like. we got Maneater. Oh, <laughs> mate. Have you seen this one? No. Oh, <laughs> mate. This looks fucking amazing. Uh, it's from Blindside Interactive published by Tripwire Interactive. It's on a PC. Don't know when though. So this is basically an R-rated Echo of the Dolphin. <laughs> open-world RPG. Open-world mm. RPG um, where you play a shark. Nice. Fucking shark, I've put here, actually. It's bizarre that someone has actually spent so much time creating this game, but fair play to them. Ah, <laughs> you play yeah. a shark and you swim around and eat people. So, Sounds good. Yeah. Then we've got The Sinking City. I think this might be the one that you mentioned earlier. It's by Frogwares, uh, published by Big Ben. Don't know what it's coming out on or when. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when a game comes out and then another one comes out that's weirdly similar and you get confused between the two yeah. right? well,
0: that's happening quite a lot with the C3 list
1: yes this and the Sea of Solitude game I mentioned earlier are those two because it's another flooded city but this one seems a lot more mature and has investigative and horror aspects and is more story driven and it's inspired by H.P. Lovecraft alright cool. not the source I said there H.P. Mm. so is that the one you were talking about before when you said H.P. Lovecraft
0: perhaps I, but it's mm. um... Cthulhu yeah, it's, it's the XCOM guy, the, the head honcho, who came up with that. Right, okay. Re, was it Rebelstone the Spectrum? Oh, right, okay. He's, he's always made these sort of games. Mm-hmm. I've got a one for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. He's always made these tactical, like, turn-based shooters.
1: Right, okay. Cool, cool. So we got S- second of last, Session, which is developed and published by Cree Chure Studios, hyphen between Cre and Sure, which I think is a shit name for a studio in my yeah. opinion. So on the Xbox PC in two thousand nineteen. So it looks like a new skateboarding franchise, which has unique dual stick controls uh, and a video creation tools as well. Mm-hmm. It would probably have like fish lens, like the old MTV videos and stuff like that. You know, was always that was what they used to always use for skateboarding videos. I think there's always room for a skateboarding game, and I think it's on Kickstarter. So check it out.
0: If you like a game that's pretty cheap, I got Ollie Ollie for this for the. Um PlayStation years oh, right. ago. It's just it's like a score-based um, side-on scrolling like skateboarding, uh, skating oh, game. Yeah, right. where you have to do like certain stunts and stuff. Uh-huh. It's not like a big. I think they made a sequel, but it's not a very. Um, it's not like a triple A game.
1: Yeah. I think but. I was um, messaging Simon a bit on uh, when we went around to some of these games, and I thought that was skate. Well, we both thought that was Skate Forward first. Mm-hmm. So obviously, Simon's a big fan of skate games. So got quite excited. But then it just came up with Session and we were both like Session? What the fuck's this? <laughs> uh-huh. So final game from me Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Yay! Developed by CD Projekt Red and published by CD Projekt PC, Xbox, PlayStation. Don't know when though. Finally we know more about this game. We've seen a trailer. Have uh-huh. seen the trailer? I haven't, no. No? No, I'm
0: like again, again I'm, it's something it. I'm interested in mm-hmm. so I'm like don't.
1: Fair play. Well I'll not tell you too much but it looks pretty epic. Um, it's a lot brighter than I expected, I thought, because it's cyberpunk, like, post... Well, not post-pop, maybe, but, like, future, kind yeah. of dodgy future. Dodgy but it's, future. it's, like, <laughs> quite bright, and there's palm trees and stuff, and there's a lot of sun. All right. It's huge, apparently, but on a vertical state, scale instead of oh, nice, horizontal, yeah. like, oh, which yeah. is, like, over an area, but this is, right. is more, like, using the skyscrapers and stuff. Uh, it has the augmentation and RPG elements, which sound awesome. Dear sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, very much so. Dear sexy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're dear sexy. So, the game, I don't think, will be out for a long time yet. Well, everyone will think that. I'm predicting like 2020, maybe. Mm-hmm. It might not even actually come out till 2077. Imagine that. Um, looking forward to hearing more about this game over the coming months, stroke years except about the romantic stuff though because I still feel that it just doesn't really have a place in a game that I want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy to look at um, Teddy's and Quim but <laughs> when I want to. Mm-hmm. If I want to look at that sort of stuff I will uh, find it. Yeah, I, If I if I was that sort of person uh, who could? Who would? It had, it had, it was, uh, help me Ross. <laughs> nah, I like the way <laughs> you're digging into this, this uh, hole that you're kind of. But yeah. That's it from me, mate. That's it from me. That's all of the games I want to mention.
0: Brilliant. Well, there's a few that I wrote down that I was interested. I'll keep it very brief. Cool. Um, Trevor saves the universe. All right. It's a, it's a, um it's a platformer. Mm-hmm. You don't you can't see a lot from the um the trailer, but it's it's voiced by the guy who does Rick and Morty. Oh wow! The cool. main guy looks like a, um a Mr. Me.
1: What was he called? Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Me, Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah. Look at me! I'm Mr. Meeseeks.
0: Um, do, 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 do. my friend Pedro I mentioned. Yep, Spider Man. It does look good.
1: Oh yes, uh, it does it, look really good.
0: It looks like Batman, but they've changed the uh, combat to make where Batman's like more brute force uh, with his gadgets, mm-hmm. and his gadgets have a bit of a degree of um real world to them. Mm-hmm. Spider Man's just more like you know it's yeah. more crazy. Mm-hmm. Rage two. Oh, yes. I did like the trailer. So, going back to what we're saying about all these, like, subtle, like, ah, oh, when the, like, Rage 2's trailer is not totally like that. Top, it's like, it? kill stuff, yeah. yeah. And the bullets, and just how brutal everything seems. It's like a breath of fresh air yeah. from everything else. It I looks think. intense, like. Doom Eternal, obviously, we've mentioned that. Um, and Neo 2? Or Neo 2? Do you remember the first game was like meant to be like Dark Souls? Is that the Samurai. one
1: I meant? H 2 or something? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I mentioned that one. I didn't know how you're fucking supposed to say it. But yeah, is that, so that's Samurai, is it? Yeah, which uh, a
0: lot of the um, comments about Shadows Only Die Twice is mm-hmm. like, you know, ha-ha. Because that software house took the idea of um, Dark Souls and mm. put it into like Samurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a game I want to pick up though, but I was slightly put off with the visual style. Yeah. Because they've got these stupid like summons almost which like look yeah. very childish.
1: Is that the one where I was watching a trailer, so I watched loads of trailers now. But it looked like um at first I thought it was Tenshu. I thought they brought Tenshu uh, back. There's a, no, there's
0: another there's another samurai game that we haven't mentioned. Ah yeah. Because there's that Neoir 2, or whatever it's called, mm. um Ghost of Oh no, it's Ghost of Sh Shimear.
1: Okay, right.
0: That's the other uh, samurai game, which Ah. I think it's only on, I think it's a Sony only Ah, exclusive. And it looks the most realistic of the three. Okay. Some of the stuff you were saying about Shadows Die Twice sounds like what that game? Okay. It's more stealthy. It looks like
1: Tencho. I wonder if I'm getting a bit I might have got that mixed up I'm sorry listeners if I did I might have got that mixed up but like you say there was so many that it's kind of is easy to get confused between them
0: and it's all early days as well so things can early change and it's stuff. early
1: doors mate it's early doors yeah
0: so that's my list there goes It's prep than, work
1: most of them are mentioned I can't scrumple up my laptop that oh. would make a horrible noise I hope you enjoyed that, Lola. Now that was the E3 games. Get in yeah. touch. Tell us what your highlights of E3 were, who you thought won E3, and we'll completely disregard that comment because that's not what we're about. Ah. Uh, Although Xbox, probably. Um, And yeah, thank you very much for uh, sticking with us through that mm-hmm. heavy, heavy list again. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, Ross. That's it. Another episode deep inside Gonarch's sack. Packed away. <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, like a an uh, head crab fetus in there, just nice and warm and gestating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, until it's ready to pop out and clamp onto someone's face and not let go until you give it what it wants. Yeah, yeah sweet brains, sweet brain. That's that, that, that's a good way to describe one of our episodes. Aye, uh-huh. mm-hmm. it gets right in there and it mm. won't get out. Yeah. Happy to be back, Ross. Question, that was a question. Yeah, a it was, Saturday but question. it
0: has been insanely hot in here. Yeah, it's sort of
1: um, tangible, the aroma now, isn't it? Like I can taste it. Yeah. The s- sweat, uh, I've never felt as close as I do to you right now. Mm. It's sort of on an intimate level. It's like the humidity is sort of, it's to, almost it's suffocating. Yeah. It yeah. Is, uh... I feel like I might have passed out at some point during that. I'll find out when the producer starts editing. There might be a period a, of like ten minutes where pause of like nothing we, happened. No. We both passed out. We didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. Before we go though, yeah, it is the World Cup, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, is it coming home?
0: Um, I don't want to jinx it. <sighs> and by by the way, when this podcast come out, we'll know.
1: We'll know. Uh, mm. It's um, yeah, I don't want to jinx it at all. Of course, American listeners, if or other country listeners, if you don't know mm. what that means, then fuck you. I'm not going to explain it. Google it. If you don't know what that means, then, however, that's just that's just one of the it's an English thing. Hashtag English things. Yeah, it's coming home. It's it's exciting. I thought we were going to crash out in the group stages. I really did. I was very pessimistic. But I mean. They beat Panama six one. The the beat.
0: I know, which was crazy. Uh, who
1: was the other team that played uh, Tunisia? Yeah. Two one, I think it was. Then we got beat off Belgium mm-hmm. because we made like loads of changes and stuff. Obviously, those score lines aren't really representative, like especially not the six one, which was great mm-hmm. to watch. But I still thought oh, we still uh, they because I've been pessimist all the way through. Got it the next the, the last sixteen, and I thought you know, we're going to crash out here, but we didn't. Won the quarterfinal, I'm like, oh my god! Went to semi final of a World Cup, first yeah. time in 28 years. Alan Shearer singing into a breadstick. All right. What the hell is And the mention in
0: Italia '90, which is a game that we have like lying around. And much love <laughs> for that box.
1: Yeah. Don't know, mate. I don't know.
0: Well, the build up of it, I decided t- to play sensible soccer. Okay, yeah. So I um I played a few of the matches, thinking in my head. Whatever score it is, uh-huh. you know, it's an accurate thing. Mm-hmm. I think I was only winning one nils and stuff. Mm-hmm. So from that, I've decided to go back to Sensible Soccer on the Mega 96, I think it is, mm-hmm. 95, 96. Right. On that game, I think you get 20 years to play, and you're a manager, player manager, obviously, because mm-hmm. you control the, the players. And I've decided to take Hartlepool as far as I can. Okay, My first season with Hartlepool... And I'm not doing that great. Like <laughs> I think I'll keep them up. What do you start in? What league? Uh, so, it's... Division. No. It's the Premier. Division 1, Division 2, Division 3 I'm in. Right. And you know there's some teams in division. the division I'm in? Like right. Fulham's in there.
1: Really? Uh-huh. Oh, well, if they can do it. They're in the Prem this year. You know Crazy? Yeah. Well... You're gonna keep updated on that, aren't you? You're going yeah, to, uh, I'll keep a keep, I'll keep
0: a bit of space. I'll just mention a few things that happened very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started playing them, and you have a calendar of mm-hmm. games. You know, I, you know, I'm struggling here. I can't seem to buy anybody. No one wants to come to the club. Why? I know. Is it the monkey thing? Perhaps. <laughs> Google that. Yeah, yeah Google that. Listen. So um, I've tinkered with my team. I'm playing this right back up front, who who seems to have the. Because on that game, pace and control are very important. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have control and you turn, the ball just goes off by itself. Oh, yeah, 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 So um, I'm doing okay, but my one really bad blip was the first uh, FA Cup game, I think it was, my first Cup game. Mm-hmm. I, I got drawn against Newcastle, hey strangely you. enough. First, we are the so it was two legs, mm-hmm. home and away. And the first leg, I got beat eight 0 Wow! Um, Ferdinand scored two hat tricks. I think it was. <laughs> oh, by the way, they were playing the best team they had. Yeah. Out. Yeah. You know that that it was the Keegan era. Uh-huh. So I think you um, know was there. Shaga Hislop was in goal and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um yeah, they beat us eight 0 And the what du- the most dirtiest fucks in the world. Really? Like they injured five of my players. They never got a single card. And then on the other time I played them, because I was not to play for now, mm. the only beat is 2-0. So right. I'm getting better. It went easy on you. Uh-huh. No, I'm
1: getting better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm looking forward to hearing more from uh, from that.
0: Yeah, if anyone knows... this task. If anyone knows from the 95, 96 season, like throughout the leagues, is there any good players, underrated players, who are, are going to be ultra cheap that I could probably purchase because I'll tell you something about Sensible Soccer. FIFA doesn't do this now I, I could play in the Norwegian league I don't, I don't know if Norway Norway has a league Yeah, I but I could play in there's so many leagues mm-hmm. throughout the world mm-hmm. that you can play in really low divisions because that's what I like about football that kind of like RPG element almost mm-hmm. like let's get with team up mm-hmm. but I'm not doing very good at the minute because yeah. it's fucking hard to score it's got that G-spot idea where If if you shoot
1: at certain areas Uh in real life, you
0: like if you were in the box and you were
1: shooting, uh, G spot box shooting. Yeah, I'm on board.
0: If I was in the box, point blank, you'd think, oh, he's he's gonna score. He's gonna score, right? But no, it's all about weird angles and stuff because the keeper can like (laughs) definitely (laughs) save. I know Tom. It's all about weird angles when you're shooting in the box. Put put aside the sexual double entendre (laughs) just for a moment.
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: so I need to like reacquaint myself with the G-spot listeners
1: <laughs> to get those weird angles right yeah I'm, yeah. I'm, a,
0: I'm a bit out of touch with the, that of thing. Yeah.
1: oh well nice one good luck with that
0: thanks I'll probably you'll probably find out next next episode that I fuck off to the thrash song that I'm yeah. writing and uh, <laughs> you'll,
1: you'll have just went actually no I'm not going to do that and wiped it from your memory so I'll say oh how's it going with the Harleypool game you go I don't know what you're talking about I, it's
0: like that mm-hmm. heat you know, that kind of caused some sort yeah. of delirium and your <laughs> I don't mind. know what I'm
1: doing here. Well, Retro British 2 will have some footy and tennis games. Ah, yeah. Uh, so. One of them is called Free Kick, which is a breakout-style game that looks weird. All right. So it's like, um, you know, breakout where you shoot the ball up and you hit the blocks. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the footballers running around in circles and stuff, so it looks kind of weird. So have a go at that and tell us what it's like.
0: Right, I will do.
1: But that's it. That's it. All yeah. done. Uh, next episode, who knows, it'll be in August, I'm sure. Uh, you're going away at some point, so we'll, and, um, yeah. we'll work it around that. We'll and also we'll
0: now. find out if England's won. Christ. Past selves, tell my future selves uh-huh. what's happening.
1: Go easy on the celebration, future uh-huh. selves. Yeah, like,
0: Don't jump on that bonnet of that car like that video uh-huh. showed. Uh,
1: Kelly showed us. sigh. She was saying, oh, gonna, England's going to get on mental if we win. Uh-huh. Because, well, whatever happens now, how far we've got, whatever happens next. It's either going to be drinking a console or drinking to celebrate. And they'll just fucking punch your horse again, like the Jody's did, yeah. that Jordy man. <laughs> He's not a shoe fan, though. Nah. Well, Ross, I've enjoyed your company, as always.
0: Uh, I've enjoyed being back in
1: the lair, apart mm-hmm. from the heat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's all part of it, isn't it? It's all part of the it. It's a when bit too much, though. When you're crammed within or between, betwixt Gonarch's bosoms, <laughs> it gets hot, doesn't it? She has mm-hmm. boobies. Oh, absolutely. Mm. not seen them.
0: Oh, yeah, Terry picked up on that he, he cracked with mm-hmm. from because he's there isn't he right yeah mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. you refer to our teat I wonder if he gets the matches uh, he does but it's like he's he's only up in 1986 World Cup alright actually uh, he's so far behind because he went through that wormhole that worm's hole and that worm's hole well that's it let's, let's tie it all together with a goodbye Ross goodbye listeners and thank you very much goodbye but also, thank you very much for listening to You thought about you know when people say you're having a giraffe in yeah
0: no like i guess no it you was don't like a him. window of time when it was funny so
1: what about if i brought it up the date by saying you're having a falafel because i had falafel with this rap
0: first time i found it funny yeah. i find i find that funny now but okay. never again so i tried one
2: time
1: right that's a one-time thing So i've spent it I've yeah shot me load you might say mm-hmm. that's a shame